a reading from Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28. After the Sabbath ended, at the first light of dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to take a look at the tomb. Suddenly, the earth shook violently beneath their feet as the angel of the Lord descended from heaven. Lightning flashed around him, and his robe was dazzling white. The guards were stunned and terrified, lying motionless like dead men. The angel walked up to the tomb, rolled away the stone, and sat on top of it. The women were breathless and terrified, until the angel said to them, There is no reason to be afraid. I know you are here looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen victoriously, just as he said. Come inside the tomb, and see where the place where our Lord was lying. Then, run and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. I give you his message. I am going ahead of you in Galilee, and you will see me there. They rushed quickly to tell his disciples, and their hearts were deep in wonder and filled with great joy. Along the way, Jesus suddenly appeared in front of them and said, Rejoice! They were so overwhelmed by seeing him that they bowed down and grasped his feet in adoring worship. Then Jesus said to them, Throw off all your fears. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. They will find me there. Meanwhile, the eleven disciples heard the wonderful news from the women and left for Galilee. To the mountains where Jesus had arranged to meet them. The moment they saw him, they worshipped him, but some still had lingering doubts. Then Jesus came close to them and said, All authority of the universe has been given to me. Now go in my authority and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in my name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to faithfully follow all that I have commanded you. And never forget, I am with you every day, even to the completion of this age. What an amazing scripture. Happy Resurrection Sunday, everyone. Isn't this a crazy time that we live in? And if we ever needed just the sense of God's resurrection power in our lives, it's today. One of the questions that I think is on almost everybody's mind in one way or another is how do we stop this COVID-19? I mean, it's just, it is just uh, out of control in so many ways. And there's no doubt that it's incredibly contagious. We don't have to go far to see that it's impacting our lives. Even if you haven't had somebody that you personally know, which Claire and I have had a bunch of people that we personally know that have been impacted directly from this virus you know that there's people close enough to you that are impacted. Some would say that the only thing that is more contagious than this coronavirus is fear and anxiety that's produced out of the coronavirus. I think that's why the scripture so many times talks about do not fear. Even in the resurrection accounts that happen in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we're looking at Matthew today, but all of them talk about an angel showing up perhaps and saying, don't fear, everything's going to be all right. It'll be okay on the other side of this. The anxiety and the fear 
uh, that is produced from this kind of has this exponential effect. The truth is, is fear and anxiety is contagious, but the resurrection is the answer and the remedy for all of the fear and anxiety in our lives. The truth is there's a lot of reasons to fear when it comes to COVID-19, right? There's the health concerns that we all have for our own health and people that we love and people that maybe we don't even know, but we do care that they would stay healthy. There's perhaps lack of supplies for medical workers or when we're even out trying to get supplies for our own household and there's some things that are lacking, that bothers us perhaps. It creates a fear and anxiety and trouble in our heart. There's the economic impact, and we can just go on and on, but what will my future look like? What will our future as a family look like? What will my friend's future look like? How about my career? What will happen with that? And it just creates this kind of snowball effect that goes on. We think about the mental and emotional effect, and that can create fear and anxiety. Um, And certainly when we think about the vulnerable among us, those that are most vulnerable, whether they have pre-existing conditions or they're elderly, or there's even something hidden that they don't know about. We think about them and that's a concern or a loved one that works perhaps in the medical field or they're in direct line. They might be a grocery store uh, clerk. And we think, I hope that they stay safe. Well, the truth is, is, and we all know this is, this is tough. This is a tough moment. And how amazing is it for us to be reminded and to celebrate the fact that Jesus rose from the dead and lives forevermore, and that there is an answer to all of our fear and all of our anxiety. The truth is, when it comes to fear and anxieties, it doesn't take a lot for it to begin to exponentially multiply out, and it creates a chaos. And I would say that even in the scripture that we just read, that there was a little bit of chaos, at least, and maybe a lot of chaos going on in the lives of those that were following Jesus when he went to the cross and died. And when that happened, it had to be a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety in the lives of those that were closest to him. Then came Saturday and Saturday. So there was trouble on Friday Saturday was quiet, multiplied trouble and fear time, almost like we're living in now where you're just kind of isolated in your fear and your anxiety, and it begins to increase. And then comes Sunday. It's amazing, isn't it? The question that I think is important for all of us to ask is, what is is it in this season that you're carrying? What is the weight, the anxiety, or the fear, perhaps something else that you're carrying? Or maybe it's some goodness that you're carrying. In our house, and maybe in your house too, I'm kind of the designated errand runner in this season. Because at least in Michigan, the area that we live in, it's stay home and stay safe. So we kind of have a designated person that goes to the grocery store. Maybe it's the same in your house. That's the person that will run the errands. And that's the, you only send one person out and everybody else kind of sits tight and waits for them. Well, it's interesting because I'm that person in our house. And one of the things that I think of when I go to the store, which isn't very often, just go for what's the needed things, is I'm thinking, I'm really not so concerned even about my own health, although that is important to me and to the people that I love. But I'm also thinking about protecting everybody that I love and everybody else around me because it matters what I'm carrying. 
since it's an invisible enemy, I want to make sure that maybe I put on a mask, that I'm using some hand sanitizer, I'm doing the things that I should do to take precautions, because what's important to me is what I'm carrying. It's interesting, isn't it? When Mary and Mary go to the tomb to check in to see how Jesus dead body is doing, they encounter an angel. And this is what the scripture says, again, to remind you what Kennedy just said. The angel says, he isn't here, he's risen victoriously, just as he said he would. Come inside the tomb and see the place where the Lord is lying. And then run. In other words, be a carrier. Run and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. I give you this message And I'm going ahead of you in Galilee, and you will see me there. Jesus made a promise. I'll meet you in Galilee. I'll meet you on the other side of this thing that you're so fearful of and anxious about. Scripture says they rush quickly because they are now carriers of great news to tell his disciples. And their hearts were in deep wonder and filled with joy. The question for all of us is on this Easter Resurrection Sunday Sunday is, what are you carrying? What am I carrying? Are you carrying fear and anxiety? Is it paralyzing? Are you feeling isolated and lonely to the point where you just can't break through? Or, Or are you accepting the resurrection message on this day that we're all invited to receive and that there is hope on this day? There is love to receive. There is the goodness of God and faith to engage. There is encouragement for you and I, and there is courage. I love what my wife Claire says when she, when she comes up against a difficult thing. She'll, she'll always say or often say, I am not in denial. I am not in denial of the things that perhaps are things to fear or things to be anxious about. I'm not in denial about that. She'll say, I am not in denial, but I am definitely in refusal. And what we stand on on this day is that God's resurrected love for us, God's God's Uh, compassion toward us is alive now and for all of us as as much now as it's ever been. So what do you think will happen? What, What do you think would happen if somebody came up on this day with the cure or a vaccine to the COVID virus or a medicine or a therapy? What if it were discovered on this day? What do you think would happen? That would be good news, wouldn't it? That would be really good news. How do you think that word would spread? It would spread so fast. It would be crazy how fast it would spread around the world. I'm reminded of just a week earlier, a little over a week earlier, Lazarus, the person, Jesus' friend, that Jesus had risen from the dead because Jesus rising from the dead wasn't the first resurrection. You do realize that. Jesus is having dinner in John chapter 12 with Lazarus. And this is what the scripture says in verse 9. It says, and when the great crowd of the Jews learned that he was there, they came not because of Jesus, but also because of Lazarus, because good news travels fast. It was good news that somebody raised from the dead. So they were crazy, happy about it, and they just wanted to see Lazarus. Good news spreads quickly. And it spreads really well. There's a, there's a little girl, for instance, in Matthew chapter 9 that she raises. Jesus raises her from the dead. And the scripture says this. It says, the word spreads quickly. 
in Mark chapter one, it says Jesus casts out evil spirits out of a guy. And the word again says, the scripture again says that the word spreads quickly about that. The disciples in Acts chapter six, are they're feeding the, the hurting and those that are in lack and those that are poverty stricken or in desperate sorts and miracles are happening. And the scripture says the word is spreading fast. See, what we're talking about with the resurrection is it's good news. It's not just good advice. See, good advice is wear a mask, for instance, with this COVID-19. Good advice is wash your hands. Good advice is keep good social distance from one another. Sanitize your countertops. That's good advice. But good news is when somebody says, we have got the cure for COVID-19. The resurrection is the greatest good news of all time. It is the greatest good news that is greater than any good news we could ever, ever embrace. See, good advice is, and important advice is, hey, we should go to church, even if it's online, right? We should, we should pray because connecting with God and hearing what God has for us, that's just good advice to sense what God has for our life right now. Live generously is good advice. Read your Bible, that's good advice. Be in community with one another, spiritual community, it's good advice. But good news is Jesus rose from the dead. That Jesus offers forgiveness for your sins and mine. That nothing I could ever do would keep me from God if I accept the love and the grace that God has for me. That is the greatest good news of ever, uh, of all time. Listen, Jesus didn't just shout from heaven and say, look, listen to what I say. No, Jesus entered into our world. He came close to us, even in our difficulties, even in moments like this. The scripture goes on here in Matthew 28, and it says, meanwhile, the 11 disciples heard this wonderful news from the women, and they left for Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had arranged for them to meet. And the moment they saw Jesus, they worshiped him. And some had still lingering doubts. Isn't this classic Jesus? And then what happens next? Then Jesus comes close to them and says, all authority in the universe has been given to me. Jesus comes close. He comes close even in our doubts. He comes close in our struggles. And he is close in this moment. See, Jesus came to the earth for people like you and like me, imperfect people, people that are broken. The scripture says that Jesus came for people that need a physician, the people that were imperfect, people exactly like you and I. And he offers the promise of forgiveness, grace, the provision of heaven. I love what Dallas Willard says. He says, that nobody will ever be in heaven except for those that want to be in heaven. And that's really the offer. Jesus offers us eternal life, and he offers us abundant life. Abundant life in the now, even in the midst of our difficulty. He says, I'll come close to you now, and I will assure you a future that will be so amazing, you won't believe it. So I ask you on this day, this Resurrection Sunday, just to open your life and say, you know what? in the midst of any fear and anxiety or isolation, whatever may be going on in your life, just to know that God is offering his love to you. God is offering uh, his forgiveness to you. All it takes is just to simply acknowledge, I am not perfect.
and I fall short of the perfection that I so desire for my own life. And God, I ask you to forgive me of any sin I've ever done and to move into my life and to come close to me on this day. Come into my heart and I receive you and I receive the love that you have for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And uh, friends, I want you to know that um, right before we started um, this telecast, whatever we call it, um, uh, we had been throughout this week looking at music. And, um, and one of the things we wanted Jess to sing was uh, Waymaker. And so Dom was working on the, the guitar for that. And Jess was working with that. And, uh, and we want you to know that she um, just uh, she, the, the day before discovered that um, her husband, Shane, uh, has contracted COVID and that now she actually is positive for COVID. And we gave her the option to not sing. And she was like, no way, mm-hmm. no way. I am singing Waymaker. I have been <laughs> singing Waymaker yeah. at the top of my lungs. She said, this is a time for faith for me. And she said, I believe this is a part of my story and a part of the story of God's grace in my life. And so she said, please let me sing it. And and we were actually during this, just talking back and forth on the phone again. And um, and she was absolutely sure she wanted to sing. So as Jess sings, would you sing at the top of your lungs and even pray for our world to have that reality of God being the way maker for each and every one of us, no matter what we're facing, no matter what you're facing, no matter what Jessica and Shane are facing, our God is the way maker. So wherever you are, kids, if you want to get instruments out, <laughs> clap your hands, stand up, sing at the top of your lungs and sing with Jessica as she leads us in this song of faith, hope and love. I worship you. 
worship you. I worship you. You are the way make miracle work. Promise keep light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You are the just trusting with you, Jessica and Shane, for the healing of your your whole household. We're trusting that, God, that you are just giving us your grace. You're giving us a way to carry the good news. And um, and with that, we're just so glad you joined us today. Charles and Jill are going to bless us. And uh, and with that, we just want you to know, come back midday prayer. We're we're going to be live streaming right on the um, on our website, ccmonline.org, every day at noon, Monday also, through Friday, Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. and on Facebook Live. So we'll be both places. Bring your prayer requests. And, um, and then be back with us again next Sunday. And we are with you, friends. We are with you. We are with you in prayer yes. and in heart. And God is teaching us miraculous things that could never have been experienced um, apart from being desperate for God. Mm-hmm. And so remain awake and desperate for God, friends, and receive this blessing from Charles and Jill. Amen. God bless you. Guys. Amen. We love you. Now go in my authority and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And teach them to faithfully follow all that I have commanded you. And never forget that I am with you every day, even to the completion of this age. 